You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for today, Alan, and it's just me and two dudes for today. Um, Philip and Kelvin. But just before we get started, we're going to go ahead and hop into our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for today? I will not cry. I am grateful for the audience, um, especially uh, if for fans from Egypt and Balaam, who's always listening to us. We hear you and all your North Carolina and, and um, all over the Carolinas, New York, our fans. I appreciate you. But most of all, I will not cry. Day five, my daughter's away in college and, you know, it is nerve wracking. Um, it's a taste of what's going to happen in the future when she eventually, you know, have get move out and so forth and, and, and dealing it day by day. So keep me in prayer as I take this journey as my firstborn is out on her, out on her own. She's only an hour away, but to any parent, an hour, 10 minutes, is like, uh, like, uh, 500 miles. <laughs> so that's, so I'm, I'm grateful that she's doing okay. And I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Labor Day will be here fast, so I'm sure she'll be back for Labor Day. So don't count down the days too quickly. She's supposed to come back (laughs) next week, so. (laughs) Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? What's going on, everybody? Listen, Phil is really crying. It's not fake tears, (laughs) y'all. But now, but I'm grateful for um, that. It's almost football season, man. Um, I'm happy because you know the unknown. You know, my team, everybody knows my team is the Eagles. Shout out to Philly Eagles. Uh, but we just don't know if we're going to do good or bad this year. And because we don't know, Phil's hating in the background. But because we don't know, that's what makes football so much fun. And we just didn't have a drop off from sports, man. So I'm grateful for that, too, from the Olympics to the Summer League and to preseason football. It's been a lot of sports going on. So, you know, anybody that's a sports fanatic like myself can appreciate that. I'm grateful. Look. I'm in the same place you are. The Hall of Fame game was was last week or the week before, and then now we got the preseason and the summer league is going on. So, I mean, people are always asking the question, when is when is this sport over? When is this sport over? Just know this: ball is life. I that's all you need to know. But let's go ahead and get started with our show today. So. We have Fumble the Bag, and our Fumble the Bag is Dennis Schroeder. Now, if you've been following uh, Dennis Schroeder's story from the regular season and to now or actually last week, uh, the Lakers offered him quite some coin, right? I believe it was about four years for $84 million. He took the Fred Van Fleet approach and he decided to bet on himself well that didn't end too well um as we know he caught COVID near the end of the season didn't play well in the playoffs and now my man's only getting a one-year 5.9 mil contract for the Boston Celtics now what do you think his impact with the Celtics will be this year do you think that the the grouping of Jason Tatum, Jenna Stroder, and Jalen Brown will mesh really well? 
shorter, better on herself and lost. Literally. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You got to gamble on yourself sometime. And listen, he had, you know, he had, he had 21 and he just asked for another card on the table. <laughs> so it is what it is. Do he fit in? If he plays like, you know, the Lakers organization are, are so happy he didn't sign that contract. They are so elated because now that he walked away and they could have traded and helped offset the, um, the cost. But in reality, this worked out best for them. So for him and Boston, Boston got a new coach. Everybody tends to forget they got elite talent, but they got a new coach, new system. This not everybody's Thibodeau, you know. They can't just <laughs> come in there. And this is a new. We don't know his the coaching style, or previous style. I'm not saying he's not going to be successful. We don't know. So I don't can I can't define his impact based upon what he did for the Lakers. Uh, I don't know. It seems that no point guard survived in in um in Boston unless you're a scoring point guard first, because the last successful point guard in Boston was literally Isaiah Thomas. They got rid of Isaiah, got Kyrie. Kyrie didn't survive in it out there. Then they got Kimba Walker. He didn't survive. So Schroeder, unless he's a scoring point guard, which they're gonna put the team on him. I don't see how he's going to be successful. But new system, new coaching style, we'll see what happens. Um, six months, um, you know, recuperating from COVID. Hopefully he can stay, you know, focused and do what he needs to do and keep himself out of the situation where mass or where the season starts. He could be healthy and do what he did in um, with the last team, OKC. And, and um, I think he played in – also, what happened OKC he played at? I think he played in – he didn't play Atlanta. Detroit. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. He's originally from Atlanta. Yeah, I get him and Jackson sometimes mixed up. But yeah, Atlanta, he was doing well there. And we had two guards set. Um, so we'll see what happened. I, I I have to wait and see with this one. I don't know the coach new system. Yo, this guy's going to turn into a life lesson, yo. And people are going to use him as the one one name definition. You know, you got Schroeder, man, or you shouldn't Schroeder yourself. He's done, man. This kid is 27 years old. He blew the bag. Yeah, L.A., everybody wants to live in L.A. You, you, you're underachieving. They still offer you $80 million. And it's like, it's some type of pride to turn out $80 million, man, when you didn't do nothing in your career. It's some type of pride right there. And I don't think uh, Boston would do anything for his game. <clears throat> I mean, did you watch Boston play? They, they're in love, infatuated with Marcus Smart. They, they love their wings, uh, and they're, they're going to be shooting the ball all the time. Kimba left. Uh, they didn't pay the other point guard. They do point guards dirty. Kyrie couldn't make it there. So why in the world do you think you're going to go to Boston and create a bag for yourself? Your bag is depleted, bro. Now, you, now you're going to have one of those little Gucci pouches, man. You, you don't get a real bag no more. It's a Gucci <laughs> pouch for you, bro. You got fanny packs. <laughs> Fanny pack, fanny pack Schroeder, man. <laughs> man, I wonder if he still has his agent or if he left him alone or if he, man, I don't know how you blow that bag like that, man. I, I, I really don't. Like, the thing about it is you were the third option. Yeah, the third option in L.A. So... 
it's just like I don't really understand like I get I get betting on yourself but at the same time it's from from LA I guess I guess he was expecting to do better or whatever for however the year would have ended for the Lakers for them to ideally get a bigger bag and once they decline I mean I guess the Lakers was just like I uh who can we get that can probably do what Schroeder does? I mean, if you really think about it, um, I won't say there are like, but there are some similarities in between Russ and Dennis with their game just a little bit. Offensively, they both like to attack. They're not the best jump shooters in the world, but I mean, they have their time to where they're on. So, I don't know if this is going to be a good fit. Now, defensively, I think it would be a, a good fit for them because they have someone who's long and who can actually will is willing to actually defend. Now, offensively, I don't know where his shots are going to come from. Now, I mean, I guess if Jalen or Jason is on the bench and he's he's running with that second unit, he might be the second option. He might be the first option. It might intertwine. So it's going to be super interesting how that goes about because, I mean, he requires the ball and he's not one of those guys. I mean, granted, he's a point guard, but there aren't a lot of point guards who actually just like have that ability to play off the ball and just put the ball in the hole the way that they do. But Alan, Alan, let's think of this psychologically, bro. Like, like, did you think about it from this standpoint that this guy now can just become depressed. <laughs> like Man. when he looks at his account right now, he's playing basketball. He's going to be like, yo, I am like $25 million short right now or $20 million short. So I'm like, yo, as a basketball player, when, when I know my worth and I know what I turned down and I'm having a bad week or a bad month, I, yo, he can really easily become depressed, yo, because he really blew that bag. Yo, he, he blew some generational wealth, man. Man, look, 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 because I'm over here, because I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, you you blew it, but I'm just like, look, this might be your only chance to get motivation, and I, I don't think going to this particular team would have helped. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Wait, yeah, I don't think so. He had to go to a title contender team. You know what would have helped? I hate to say it, if he made himself to um, um, Philadelphia. You know, maybe he could have helped there to, to to help the team do something. Um, but the Boston man, yo, Kyrie didn't survive. Isaiah didn't survive. Kimba didn't survive. Stop <laughs> Trudeau's gonna survive. Twenty one million dollars gone down the drain. Yo, fire agent man, and 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 try to do something. I don't know what you could do. Do something. I don't know what. Backs fumbled, man. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next topic is, as we know, the summer league has been going on uh, the past week, and it's been interesting seeing some of the top players from what they've been contributing so far. So our question is, like, who do you or who are you looking forward to actually watching when the regular season starts? Because, I mean, obviously, when you look at these summer league teams, uh some of these cats aren't going to be on the actual team some may be in the g league some may have two-way contracts but your cream of the crop of the class 
or even those who didn't have the opportunity to play in the summer league last year that are hoping now, like, who are you looking forward to actually seeing actually playing the league? Well, this is what I need, right? I mean, I, I like our topic. I don't know. I just got a sidebar this topic. Let's get back to it, right? But I want to sidebar this. This is what I need from our fans, right? All our listeners, we need you guys to chime in. Who is a better player? Quickly, quickly, whatever this cat's name is, or Maxi? You know, <laughs> we were watching the summer league games, and I'm about sick of hearing this guy Phil's mouth every week about, about this guy quickly. I want to see these two play. I, I, so to get back to the to topic, <clears throat> I do want to see those two play, but they're sophomores. They don't really count. Um, I'm looking to, to see um, the, the guy from Houston. Um, forgot his name. If somebody knows his name. You could chime in. But Jaylen this Green. kid, Jalen Green, he has a lot of game. Um, he's quick. Um, he's explosive. Uh, and he is surprisingly plays under more control than I thought he did, which is going to be a good thing. So I'm looking forward to see him play. But, but family, please, please chime in. Who's a better player between Maxie and Quickly Guy, man? I was gonna let I was gonna let Evan come in, but you know what? He's gonna have to wait. Then listen, let me tell you this. We gonna dig, we gonna digress for a little bit. I have. These Philadelphia fans annoy me. I get texts from them telling me, oh, um, uh, quick, uh, Maxi is a better player. I said, listen, if you're that talented, Maxi was that talented, he would have been, he, he, yes, he's buried behind the bench between three people, but his talent would outshine and allow him to play in the first or second rotation spot. He was playing fourth. All right. I don't want to hear it. Maxi quickly was second off the bench for a rookie, a rookie. Thibodeau don't play rookies. All right. Two, his assist as a point guard is higher than Maxi in the summer league. He's averaging seven assists, six to seven assists a game. Okay. Maxi played three games, quickly played five games. All right. So quickly have, I think, one 30 point game, but a couple 25 point games and two 50. Maxi played two games, dude. What are you talking so, about? That's what I'm saying. So all I'm saying is this. Quickly, two and zero. Oh, two and zero. Oh. They they team links. They they pay for the same Kalpari system. But if if Maxi was a better player, he would have been off the bench quicker. Doc Rivers. Yeah, we, we already Griffin. asked the fans to chime in, man. Go back. Go back and to the original. Okay, topic, now let's Phil. go back. Who the original original topic. Topic. Aside from um, the the Knicks picks, I'm actually looking forward to see Cunningham how he's going to actually uh, prove um, Detroit. You know, it, it, miraculously, all the top draft picks, this draft class is really, really well doing well. I mean, you know, they got the guy from Boston, what's his name? Um, Pritcherson Payton from Boston, he's killing it. Um, Mitchell, I think Sacramento, he's doing, he's putting up numbers. Uh, Jalen, he's putting numbers. So I'm really looking forward to, to aside from Knicks, the top ten, literally the top ten, top fifteen draft picks are really doing it, and. Kudos to the NBA for allowing um, talented kids not only an option to go to college, but to the G League and prep them for the NBA. You know, kudos for that. And this has prepared them for the se season. But you know what? I'm not gonna, my expectation not going to be too high because these are summer league players. And a lot of these players and these leagues, we're not going to see them. So the real competition is going to start when they play the best of the best. 
but I'm looking forward to see how these rookies stack up, especially these new offenses, you know, less touching, can't push them, you know, all these new nuances of the new game is more of a shooting point guard game right now. So I'm looking forward to seeing all these guards. The come bucket. Jonathan Kuminga is a player I'm most interested in seeing play. Now, hopefully he shakes that nickname because no man in their right mind wants to be called that and the Warriors fans should be ashamed of themselves. But I do want to see uh, the Warriors team because I think this team is going to be stacked because they're re-adding depth. Uh, to you know, Kay Cunningham to me has underwhelmed. I mean, he's played okay, but he hasn't looked like the number one pick like Jalen like Jalen Green has. Um, I'm also uh, interested in seeing some of these later round picks. Jaden Springer is underwhelmed. Not necessarily interesting. He's a project, but uh, Bones Highland has played well, and Shy um, Cooper has played like a good backup point guard for Trey Young. So those are some players I'm interested in seeing in this coming uh, season. Yo, he messing around and they play, in the, they play at the same time because that guy is a yeah. steal. I don't know how they got Cooper. He's a steal. Yeah, he there's, is. There's a lot of steals in this draft. Um, I could say that for certain. I mean, everyone stated the obvious uh, Jalen Green. I'm actually curious about Jalen Suggs too because he just has this calmness about his game. Um, and there's another player, although he's already played a year, but I mean, as much as I despise that school, I get Trey Jones's credit, man. The dude's been hoping like the games I've been watching, like he's the leading scorer. I know one game he had like 30, 33, 34. The next one, like, I think maybe today, although they lost to Brooklyn, I think he had like 18, like, I think pops pop just might unleash him just a little bit this year. I mean, they still got Murray. But I think he's going to be real solid coming off the bench this year. Um, I think also that uh, I feel like we may good see a good look of uh, maybe Jalen Johnson. He also went to Duke as well with Atlanta. So you kind of got – you're filling in some of those spots that you kind of release. You still got John Collins on one side, and you now you're getting another guy like Jalen Johnson on the other who can also play – play that spot and I think they still got Cam Reddish so now like they have guys who are super flexible in the positions that they can play and who they can defend and get their own shots so that's something that I'm I'm really looking forward to whenever the league starts back which I believe they're going back to their regular date in October Uh, let's move on to the next subject Um, Phil brought this up Uh, ah Phil asked this particular question, and the question is, which person would you choose to come back into the league who is looking to come back? He's named a few players. Um, I can also probably throw another name in this as well. Uh, Monte Ellis, Isaiah Thomas, Jared Selinger, Michael Beasley, and he's playing on the Brooklyn Summer League right now is Brandon Knight. So which player would you look forward or would you pick to come back to play for a specific team? Wild card right here. Let me throw my wild card out. I'm not going to go with none of those garbage dudes, Phil, name. None of them. <laughs> I was about to say, can, can it be none of these Negroes? <laughs> I'm, straight, I'm straight on all of them. I want to see 
D-Wade come back. Get the whole band back of the Ben Gay, all first team all Ben Gay squad, yo. Let's get D-Wade, Melo, uh, Brian, Westbrook. Might as well bring the whole band back, man. Bring D-Wade out of TNT booth, man, because him and Candace Parker are horrible. Like, they are terrible back there. So I want to see D-Wade. <laughs> wow. If I, oh, go ahead, Phil. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If I had to pick one player I'd love to see back in the league, uh, it would probably be, I mean, Mike Beasley's already made his comeback, right? So we already know who Mike Beasley is. You know, I would like to see a, and I'm going to qualify this, a healthy Jared Challenger who doesn't have the knee and back issues. So I think he could have been a good NBA pro uh, if he didn't have those issues. Yeah, crazy. Michael Beasley's only coming back because they ain't testing for weed no more. So, so he, he he's good now. So I'm going to say, honestly, it depends upon the, the coaches and the system, right? I would, I, I'm rooting for anyone who can make a comeback, make a comeback, and participate in help. But I'm really, really rooting for Isaiah Thomas. That dude got, they did him dirty. You know, the Celtics did that dude dirty. Literally, I don't know if they made a promising note, made him play on his bag leg and wiped out. You know, in a pro league, in a pro-am league, he scored 81 points. He looks healthy. He looks ready. I think he contributed to a team for the right team. But, hey, it's a system. If a coach called me and said, hey, Phil, I just need your five fouls, hey, I'll, I'll make a comeback. You know, I'll give you the five fouls. But it's all about. Yo, the we system. call you Red Alert at the gym. Of course, you're gonna give up them five fouls. Red That's Alert, Red do. Alert. But it's one of my many traits I'm able to do. I could lock a defender down. So that that's my old days. But I'm gonna say Isaiah Thomas. The league owed him what what the Celtics did to that man. The league owed him, but he didn't help himself going to you know Cavaliers a locker room and you know acting like he'd been on the team for five years. And trying to tell Kevin Love how to play and so forth. You know, you need to ease yourself down, settle in, and so forth. So I hope he makes a comeback. Um, I don't think he should be in the, on the Lakers. I think more maybe like Brooklyn could use him. You know, he'll get some burn there, um, some help yeah, there. Patty Mills. How y'all use? How is how is Brooklyn gonna use him there, Patty Mills? Patty Mills. You know that Kyrie and. You know, he, Kyrie's going to get a lot of rest, right? <laughs> you know, James Harden, they're not, they're going to get a lot of rest. They need somebody to anchor and help. <laughs> Just, the, Patty Mills is not, to me, I think he averaged like 15, 16 in the league. Uh, they need somebody, you know, who, who've been there. He's been there, but he hasn't been there. You know, he's been. Hold, 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 hold on. You say. Patty Mills won't have a championship, Phil. Yeah, Phil, what are we talking about here? Coming man? off the bench or sitting on the back end of the bench? What are you talking about compared to Isaiah what? Thomas, you saying? I think Isaiah is better, man. All right, man. Well, you Isaiah doesn't play like defense, but he shoots. <laughs> he shoots. This is a shoot. Come on, man. This is a shoot offensive league. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn ain't trying to really play that much defense. They shooting. The Lakers are trying to play defense. Isaiah not going to sit can't, in that role. Can't, can't Patty Mills shoot? Yeah, exactly. Look, 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 look. When, when, when Greg Popovich is looking for offense with the Spurs, who was the first person he looked to come off the bench? This is after Tim Duncan, Man Ginobili, and, and Tony Parker all retire, right? Obviously, Patty can play. Patty can play, man. 
anybody could be there. I'm not saying he can't play, but I just think that for more of a um for offensive punch, that that will help. And Isaiah doesn't play defense. That you know, he gets he, he needs a system where he can hide. In the Lakers, you gotta play, play defense. defense. It's, it's impossible to play defense. He's five eight. He could play, I mean, play defense. A five eight guy can can guard can guard uh, a six four Kyrie. No way could guard Kyrie. <laughs> That's why I said let them be on the same team. <laughs> it's like a Jacob Brandon Jacobs used to to wear down the defense, and then when he finished wearing them down, then you bring a Bradshaw. The ankles are weak, and they could go at will. That's what I'm thinking. But it's just my opinion, my humble opinion. Please, no garbage yeah. giant references. Please, please, <laughs> Dwayne please Wade. spare us. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne man. Wade coming back. I just want to see them old heads come back, Phil. That's all, man. They got the whole. <laughs> Good laugh. They got all the old head people. <laughs> man, man, look, I was on, I was on, uh, on Kelvin's wave because I thought of another player. Bring ISO Joe back to the league, man. Forty year old Joe Johnson. <laughs> Bring him back, man. Like these, look, these cats already don't play defense, man, and he's already killing them in the big three. And Phil's gonna come out, but they it was only half court. Man, it look, is. man, look, he still go overseas and plays regardless. So it really don't matter. The dude stays in shape and he's always hooping. These cats will be hooping. Year, these cats will be hooping. Last year or two years ago, he was in Detroit and they cut him during training camp. That's fine. Over, overseas, they'll play defense either. They just run up and down and score. In the NBA, Phil, what, the, what the overseas best? game have you watched? Yeah, overseas, Phil, stop it, Phil. Shanghai, hey, China. Play. I've watched some over listen. No, no, no. China, yeah. China, that's it, Phil. But CBA, listen. but everybody else is playing. If you listen to the pros, they'll tell you it's actually harder to score in some of those Euro Euro Cup uh leagues because than it is in the NBA. Three seconds. No, no, M- seconds. no, M- NBA is a business, man. It's about scoring and it's entertainment. But over there, it's like when you watch the G League games, them dudes is playing for like their lives. Yeah, it, I, this ain't, it ain't the same gambling. It ain't the I same know, gambling. Man. I know that much. Watch well, the NBA games. is those entertainment. I've seen G League. Those guys, are, those guys yeah. are. Yeah, I've seen they play for life. I've been to a live one. My, I was at oh, Those dudes are huge and flying over the place. I I agree, but in but overseas, I'm saying overseas, the talent is a little watered. You know, a little watered down. All right, our regular Scarabini, Scarini, whatever they, the white Scalabrini. Mumble, Scalabrini, that white mumba will will be an all star overseas, you know. So I'm saying that overseas game is different. Overseas um um play, I I, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> all right, that's 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 the cue to go ahead and um go to our last topic. You know, I'm so glad I'm hosting like this particular episode. Um, for one is. J.R. Smith is, is trying out for golf, right? And he's decided to enroll to the great institution of North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University to do so. We're just waiting on the NCAA to go ahead and make sure that he's eligible, which he should because he ain't never he ain't never went to college. He went straight from high school. Let the man play golf. And and how can you be ineligible to play golf? Like I don't, I don't, I don't see it. So what are your thoughts about Jr. going back to school to go ahead and start this new hobby or dream or whatever you want to call it? Because I think he wants to go PGA. Hey, Jr. 
you're not fooling me. <laughs> you may you might have these ESPN bleacher reports and all these guys fooled. <laughs> shout out to uh what is that? Uh shout out to your school, your, your alma mater, Alan. No, nothing against them. This guy is an unmarried brother that's been wild his whole life. JR, you going back for them college girls, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fooling me, man. If you was one to play golf, you could play golf anywhere, man. You're going back for that HBCU life that you never had. And you're going back for the for the uh 20 the 18 and 21 year crowd. You're not fooling nobody, JR. I don't know, I don't know nothing about this golf thing, but I know JR is a wild boy. So <laughs> shout out to him, but you ain't fooling me, JR. I know how it is in HB. I went to HBCU. I know how to get down. I'm going to tell my daughter, do not go down the block because her school is down the block from that school. And, 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 and stay her butt at where she's at. But I'm going to say, hey, let the man play. He, 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 I've seen other older athletes who, who come, who, you know, return to school and, 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 and participated. He, he went straight from high school, so he has, he should have eligibility, um, especially for golf. I don't think there's any, especially with new rules, you can make money off your likeness. And um, he, so I think he should be able to get it. So congratulations, get your liberal arts degree. Wait a minute, you're right, a liberal arts degree. <laughs> He's going back for the girls. <laughs> Do your thing, Do your thing. <laughs> I would say this. My, I, I have a friend that, or a young man, that pastor, it goes to A&T, I curse him McClay, I call him 6'5". He should recruit JR to be on a Tatum Barrels basketball team, because that will be uh, electrifying to watch. JR and Andrew Barrels, plus golf, you know, but whatever. I want to see JR and Andrew Barrels. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. JR and Andrew Barrels basketball lighting up these young bulls. Hey, man, if he, if he does that, it's definitely going down in more gym when they have an open runs. Matter of fact, the coach probably going to let him go ahead and get the workout in early in the morning at Club Corbett, you know. So it's going to be interesting what happens. You know, G-Ho's going to be lit this year. Granted, if nothing shuts down. They got a lit in the murals down here? I mean, I haven't really watched some of them cats. I know some of them cats, they it be going down, especially them Chicago dudes. They be hooping down there. They really that be hooping. Gonna be lit, Alan. That inner yeah, mirror is gonna I, be lit. Hey, I know. Everyone said. Everyone says <laughs> that uh, Gho's gonna be lit too because they said, "Imagine Jr. passing you some henny." I was like, "Man, look, y'all are wild." <laughs> but you know what? I can also see that as well. But you know what? That also concludes another episode of a Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Make sure you check us on all streaming platforms. Peace, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>